Father God, we want to be more like you. God, we want to be more loving. God, we want to be more holy. God, and today we realize that the only way we'll be able to achieve those things is by getting to know you better. God, we're here not just because we're supposed to be in church or not just because it's a habit, Lord. Uh, That might be the reason why some of us are here, but God, right now we're asking that you might shift it. God, that you might shift our hearts that we might hear a word from you. That you might make us uncomfortable. That you might give us some clear direction of where you would have us to go. Lord, we love you. Lord, we thank you for what you're going to do this morning. In your precious name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Happy Sabbath. Happy Sabbath. I'm excited to be here yet again. I have still settling in. Um, a few things upon last week's excitement. I forgot to tell my grandmother, hello, who's watching, who couldn't make it. I got in trouble, so hello, Grandma. I, I know you wanted to be here last week, and so we're excited that she's watching even now. Uh, as we're starting, I think you have a name tag. Uh, you might have got one when you came in and you were kind of wondering what that's all about. Uh, so I just want to start off by telling you just a little story, if that's all right. Anybody like stories? I like stories. I like stories. I'm also a visual learner. I like hands-on things. So, you know, we're getting to know each other, but just, just something to help us remember. So um, a few years ago, uh, my little cousin said she wanted a Bible. And now, when your little cousin comes and tells you that she wants a Bible, I mean, not that I have money if she comes and tells me she wants a toy, but if she tells me she wants a Bible, well, we're going to the store to get her that Bible, amen? Amen. So now, I, I, like, to, I like to shop on sale. Anybody like to shop on sale? I like to shop on sale. I like to shop on sale. Even if I'm buying a Bible, I like to find the clearance Bible, all right? So we went to the first store. I can't really remember which one. We went to the first uh, Christian store, and I saw this Bible, and I said, okay, now this one looks nice. She showed me the one she wanted, but there was another store next to it. I think this one was Lifeway. One of them was the other one. I don't know. So we went to the other one. I said, well, let's look for that same Bible and see how much it is over here. So we find the Bible, and it's cheaper, amen? It's cheaper. Um, But we have now been in the store for quite some time looking for this Bible. And so we're walking around, you know, shopping in the store. And now by the time we get to the checkout, it's time to go. Uh, I I, I like to shop, but at the same time, you know, sometimes shopping can, can take too long. You know, sometimes we can be in the store too long. And because I'm that type of person, I like to look at everything. By the time I get to the front, I'm ready to go. So we get to the front, and now the lady is, uh, uh, there's one person in front of us. And so they're checking out. And so, you know, I'm talking to my little cousin, and the lady's checking out. And I, you know, we're talking, and five minutes seem to go by. And I say, well, why are we still in line? 
it's five minutes. There's only one person in front of us. Why are we still in line? And so, um, you know, I'm talking to her a little bit more, Donna. I'm just saying, okay, you know, your Bible, you better read this Bible. You're making me spend my money. You better read it. You know, we're talking. And I realized, listen, about 10 minutes, we're still in the line. Now I'm starting to get frustrated, but I mean, I'm in the Christian bookstore. I'm not in Walmart. So I, you know, I'm trying to stay cool. I don't want to, you know, say any words. I don't want to tell it, you know, ask questions. I'm trying to be calm and I'm slowly feel myself just getting upset because now I'm wondering, listen, why are they taking so long? There's only one person in front of me. There doesn't make any sense that I should be in line for about 15 minutes trying to buy one Bible. Anybody else? Might be a little bit frustrated. Y'all are looking at me like y'all would have been there just fine waiting in 15 minutes in line. But if anybody could tell the truth, you might have got a little frustrated as well. So now I'm frustrated, but I'm in the Christian bookstore, like I said, so I'm trying to stay calm. And and I, I look up and I'm wondering, but why won't she just ask for help? There's other people there, you know, why won't she just ask for help? And 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 I, I look down and I see on her name tag. And I saw at the bottom of her name tag, she had her name, but at the bottom, it said, trainee. And let me tell you that I instantly, when I say instantly, my mood changed. Instantly, I said, oh, she hasn't been here that long. Oh, she's learning. Oh, sweetie, be patient. We're going to get your Bible. (laughs) You know, instantly, it switched. Instantly, there was a, a, a shift, and I realized, well, she's in training. It's okay. I can relax. I can wait. And God right then impressed on me, man, what if every person that we met had on a name tag? What if each person that we met had a little label on them that said, listen, uh, 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 this is my story. This is my situation. Uh, because, see, some, there's a few things that bother me. I, I hate it when I'm walking and I say hello to somebody and they don't say hi back. You know, especially if, if, if I'm in a place where I know you. If I'm in church, you know, you might have to know my, my address, but you know who I am. And I walk by you and I say good morning and you walk by me and you act like you can't say anything back. Now, I get upset. So now y'all know if I say hi, I say hi back to me. <laughs> I get upset. But think about it, if, if that person that doesn't want to speak to us, if that person that doesn't respond had on a name tag that kind of just described the morning that they had, a lot of times we'll get upset instantly, but we don't know what that person's going through. That person might have just got a bad text message of some, you know, some bad news. And, you know, to be honest, sometimes the person might not have heard you. Yeah. <laughs> What if everybody had on a name tag? What if the girl that we, we look at and wondering why she's just talking to all these guys and it, we're looking and we're, you know, wondering, well, why is she like that? And why is she with this one and that one and that one and this one and that one and this one? But we don't know her story behind that. What if her name tag kind of told her story that she was raped as a child? You, we don't know what is going on. The Bible tells us in 1 Samuel 16 that people judge on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. Amen. Is anybody excited that God looks at the heart? That um, even though we might, you know, look on the outside, God looks at the heart. But the reality of the situation is that even though that's the case, as human beings, you see, the Jesus that's inside of me ought to be able to see the Jesus that's inside of you. 
Does it really take a name tag? We're going to look at Romans chapter 12, verse 2. which is going to give us just a, 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 some little instructions about how we're supposed to be in this training process. Because, see, what I'm here to, to tell you this afternoon is that we're all in training. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for your life, for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Um, I think that we kind of look at that text and we get a little bit confused. I want to kind of show you something and I want us to look at it backwards. Um, Because it says now that, but let God transform you. All right. So there are two options. Either you're being transformed or you're going to conform. Are you with me? Either you're going to conform or you're going to allow God to transform. All right. There are two options. And what I want us to do before I get into that, I want to show you that it says, listen, God's will for your life is good, pleasing and perfect. Let me break that down because I feel like we don't quite get that. And if we could get that part right there, then we'll be able to allow God to transform us by the way we think. It says to allow God to transform you by the way that you, by the way that you, but because we're thinking wrong, we have a problem with that transformation process and we end up conforming because you see, as Christians, we're not supposed to conform to the world. Amen. That's what the text is telling us that we're not supposed to conform. Now the end of the text says that God's will for our life is pleasing and perfect, but the thing about us, and I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, and I do it myself. I hate it because we try and act like the will that God has for our life is not pleasing and perfect. I say that to you and you say amen. Amen, you shake your head and you nod your head, but you do you really believe that is the question. So let me break that down. The easiest way I can break that down, I feel like at some point in our lives, we've all kind of been somewhere in a relationship status where where in my mind now, if I'm saying God... I need a man, right? God, I need a husband, right? And so in our minds, this is what we do. We think that God has some nice Christian man for us. Amen, ladies? <laughs> a nice Christian man. But we, we see what we want to see. We want, you know, the tall, dark, handsome, whatever your list might be. You have that, that, that carved out for you. But you feel like God wants to bring you something completely different than what you're asking for. You feel like God wants to bring you something that does not look appealing to you. You feel like God wants to bring you something that's not good. Are you with me? We kind of feel like God wants to give us that person that nobody really wants because that's what God's trying to do. Listen, that's not what God's trying to do. God knows what you need. God knows you better than you know yourself, meaning God knows exactly what you need in that person. Are you with me? So God knows exactly what you need in that person. And even though it might not look like it's that to you, God knows, listen, if I give you the person that you're asking for, we're going to be in the divorce line in a few months. All right. So God's saying, listen, the will that I have for your life, even though it might not look 
like you want it to look. I know what I have for you. And every single thing I have for you is pleasing and it is perfect. Are you receiving that? I don't know if y'all getting it. What God has for you is pleasing. It is perfect. And if we understand the fact that what God has for us is pleasing and what God has for us is perfect, when it comes time to changing the way we think, it's a little bit easier. We allow God to transform us. Listen, we say we don't have to conform to what the world is doing because God is transforming me because everything that he's putting me through is pushing me toward this perfect will and perfect plan that he has for my life. Are you with me? So God's plans for you are greater than you can imagine. Uh, And as I thought about the name tags, I thought about the fact that maybe we can't handle the name tags if they were there. Because, come on, imagine with me, if they were there, (laughs) if they were there, even right now you have a name tag, but it just says trainee at the bottom. If it had your story written on it, would you feel comfortable coming into this church? Because sometimes we look at Christianity, but yes, we're talking about Christianity, but I want to bring it a little bit closer to home. Here where we are, here at Glenville, here where we are, if we had the name tags, would we feel comfortable coming in here with our name tags on? And if the answer is no, that means we're messing up somewhere. God tells us in Colossians verse 3, uh, um, sorry, Colossians chapter 3 verse 12. Listen, it says, since God chose you to be holy people he loves, you must clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults, each other's faults. And forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, above all, clothe yourself with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Listen, that's what God has called us to be. A place where love abides. So if we had those name tags on, we're just fine. Because love abides here. Listen, the argument I'm making right now is that if we could love one another and accept the fact that we are all trainees, then maybe we could get somewhere. Oh, just imagine what this church might look like if we could all forget the world. Stop trying to make it so big. Listen, if we all got our mind right and we all realized, listen, I'm just in training. I'm just in training. I'm just in training. But I realize that I'm in training and that you're in training And if we could all do this, we could get somewhere. Romans 12, verse 3, listen, it tells us, because of the privilege and authority God has given me, I give each of you this warning. Don't think you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluations of yourself, measuring yourself by the faith God has given us. Verse 16 says, live in harmony with each other. Don't be too proud to enjoy the company of ordinary people. And I love this part. It says, and don't think that you know it all. Because see, some of us, Some of our problems, we don't realize that we're in training. We'll realize that somebody else is in training, but we think that we've kind of skipped the process and we think that we're done now. We think that God is through with us and we feel like, listen, hey, you need help. You're in training, but I'm all good. Listen, the Bible, this is not me. The Bible says, and don't think that you know it all. God has called us to be a church family. A true church is about sinners joining with Jesus and encouraging other sinners just to get to know Jesus. It's not safe to only care about each other on Sabbath. It's not, it's, it's, it's not safe because during the week you have, you have people that you encounter that are just mean. 
And you, you encounter gossipers, you encounter liars, you encounter thieves, you, enc- you encounter traitors, you enc- encounter haters, you, you encounter instigators. You're encountering all these things, and then on Sabbath we want to come, and now that's when things are supposed to be better. Listen, we ought to be a family where throughout the week we know that we are a family and we're praying for each other. And that's something that I've actually learned and I've seen that since I've been here so far. Listen, this is a praying church where it's like, hey, pray for me. And when you say, hey, pray for me, we ought to know, listen, somebody's going to take time to stop and pray. Listen, we have a responsibility to save people. We have a responsibility to save people. And I don't know if, as Christians, we realize that we have a responsibility to save people. Matthew 28 tells us, listen, to go into the world and to save people. And I want to show you something. I'm going to ask DeMario to come up here and help me. A lot of times, this is in the church, in the church. I'm not talking about Glenville. I'm just saying in the church because I don't know. Listen, I just got here. So I don't know. Don't come for me. I just got here. But in the church where I've seen, because, you know, I, I grew up in the church, and I, this, is just, this is just what I've seen. So DeMario, listen, okay, uh, DeMario, we love DeMario. DeMario is trying to go to heaven. Where are you trying to go? Okay, but right now DeMario is trying to go to hell. All right, just for, DeMario's trying to go to hell. Now listen, DeMario, hell is over here, all right? So DeMario, he starts over here. DeMario starts over here. DeMario is determined, listen, I'm going to hell because, listen, the devil is on DeMario. The devil is on his back. The devil is trying to get DeMario. So DeMario's trying to go to hell. Come on, DeMario, try to go to hell. And now me, now I'm standing, I'm the pastor, so now my responsibility is to stop him from going to hell, right? Right, that's, that's, that's the pastor's responsibility. That's Pastor Edmonds. That's, that's the pastor's responsibility. So I stand here, and I'm trying to stop him to go to hell. Now, Demario, try and go to hell. Now, I can try and stop him, but the reality is, come on, go, go, go. The reality is, he can get past me. I mean, I can try, but to be honest, I mean, for real, for real, <laughs> he, he can get past me. And so, come on, Demario, go back over here. So it's funny because sometimes we'll say, all right, well, the pastor, all right, we'll call the elders. Listen, Elder Cox, can you come stand with me? And so I said, now you got the pastors and you got the elders, and now they're here. And so DeMario's still trying to go to hell. DeMario's still trying to go. Now we're going to try and stop him. Listen, so we're going to try and stop him. We're going to try, but I mean, the reality is, we can only do but so much. We can only do but so much. Now you're about to hate me right now, but I, I just really just need to show you something. I just can you just can you just come up here? Can you? Can you sorry, you're on the front row, so you're getting picked on. Sorry, can you come up here? I don't even I don't even know you guys, but can you just please? Can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me real quick? Just come on, just come on, stand right here for me. Just stand right here, stand right here, stand right here. If somebody else wouldn't mind, just come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I know it's uncomfortable. It's church. You just came to sit down and watch me, right? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Listen, some people, people, people. I need people. I need people. Anybody willing to move? I need you to just come up, right here. I mean, either somebody needs to move or the whole church is going to get up here with me. So listen, I need, I need <laughs> the first few people, come on. I need, you, I need you coming. I need you coming. I need you coming. Come on, Donna. Come on. Come on. Now I want you to bunch up. Come on. Here, here, here. We're making it here. We're making it here. This is our little stage because the Pope is in the way. This is our stage. All right. Act like y'all know each other. Come on. Family, 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 family. Going up. Y'all not in the line. Y'all not in the line. Y'all just not in the line. All right, so listen. Now, DeMario is still over here. DeMario is still trying to get to hell. 
Because, see, I tried to stop the Mario. Me and Elder Cracks tried to stop the Mario. But the Mario is determined because the devil is on him. And he's like, listen, I need you. And Demario's saying, listen, I'm still trying to go. Now, Demario goes to Glenville. And so now Demario comes and he gets me on the front line because I'm the pastor. And I'm like, Demario, no. And I, I try and talk to Demario. But somehow Demario gets past me and Elder Cox. But when Demario hits his church family, when Demario hits the people that God has placed around him, there is no way that Demario is going to get to hell because he cannot make it through. There's nothing that he can do. Thank you for our volunteer. Listen, keep that image in your mind. I really wanted to make everybody get up, but y'all was not working with me. But listen, the reality, the reality of the situation is if everybody is on the same page, if everybody realized, listen, I'm in training, I'm just trying to make it just like you, and we all band together, nobody's... Nobody's making it. But when we do, like I said, I'm not talking about Glenville. Listen, I'm just talking about the church. But sometimes, often the church will put the pastor forward. They'll put the elders forward. They'll put the deacons forward. you put the outreach team. You don't. And then that's how people can slip by. But if it's everybody, man, if it's everybody, I love what he said. Listen, look what God did in two weeks. Look what God did two, two, two days, two days in a week. What God can't do with so much more. Look what God is doing with the people that are on the front. What if everybody got on the same page and everybody's goal was just trying to save somebody? If everybody's goal was just trying to save somebody. Now, we all started somewhere. Uh, we all started somewhere. And I uh, started, I remember when I was 15 and I wanted a job. And... Um, you know, they have the, the law ages uh, that you can only work certain places. And so, you know, I began to apply, and I was always, like, the youngest one in my class. So everybody else was getting a job here, there, there. And they're, like, 16, but I'm 15. I mean, just a few months will make a difference. And so, like, the only place I could really hire me was, was Burger King. That was the only place that, you know, that was the only place, <laughs> the only place that I could find that would hire me. And I said, listen, well, I want a job. So, you know, I mean, I, why, why not? So I ended up in Burger King. And so when I got to Burger King, listen, listen, I'm vegetarian. Listen, mercy. Listen, I got to Burger King. <laughs> I got to Burger King. And now Burger King, man, my manager says, all right, you know, she says, all right, well, you have to go through a training process. All right? You have to go through a training process. And so, so, so she takes me in the back. She takes me in the back. And then they had this little room. Like, it was like small like the little locker room, like, all right, you know, it's a small little room. And so she puts on this TV and she says, all right, now you're going to go through the training process in order to be able to work here. And so she, she, she took me through this process and they taught me about the product. They took the time to introduce the product. All right. They, they made me learn the process. Okay. And then they wanted to make sure I understood the phrase. All right. So the product that they were selling, listen, was the, the, the Whoppers. All right. They were selling the Whoppers that I did not eat, all right, that I did not know what was on them. Listen, they're selling, they're selling the Whoppers. They're selling the fries. They're, they're, they're selling that. They, 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 they taught me about the process because, you see, you have a different process for how to make a Whopper than you have a process to how to make the fries. All right, and then another process to how to make the shake. And to be honest, I was all like, shakes all day. Just give me shakes because I wasn't trying to be with the meat because I was a vegetarian. 
genius. And then they said, listen, you got to understand the phrase. Now, I feel like, you know, we all kind of watch TV, and we've all probably had a little Burger King one, once, one, maybe once in a lifetime. Does anybody know what the phrase for Burger King is? Have it your way. Have it your way. So they, they told me to introduce the product, and they said, listen, this is the product that we have. We want you to make sure you understand the, the, what we offer. And so I had to learn what they offered. I took the time to watch the videos to learn about Burger King, about what they offered. And, and I want to uh, uh, kind of tell you today that we've been in a process here as Christians trying to learn about the product. And see, the product over at Burger King was the Whoppers and the chicken challenges and the shakes. But here, listen, the product has been the word of God. And we've taken time, we've, we've, we've taken time coming week after week learning about the product. We've been in the word. We've been going to Go University learning the word. The pastor has been opening and preaching the word. And we took time to learn about the product here at Glenville. Amen. Are you with me? Amen. Amen. So we learned about the product. The next thing, what did I say? It was the process now, the process. And so, uh, uh, like I said, there's a different process for the burger than there was from the fry, than there was from the shake. So we're all on the, a different process. But see, we have to learn the process comes from the product. All right? The process came from what we just studied in the product. So Colossians 3.12, which we talked about earlier, it read, Clothe yourself with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. All right? Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Amen? Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Listen, what am I saying? I'm saying that the process that we learn from the word that some of us need to get is, listen, you got to learn how to forgive. That's somebody's process. Like, you need to learn how to forgive because that's, 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 there's the burgers, all right? So somebody, somebody needed to learn that, but then also there's, there's a, a way to make the fries, right? So there are different processes. Ephesians 4 verse uh, uh, 23 and 24 says, instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes Put on a new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Listen, some of us got to let the past go. We got to let the past go and let your spirit be renewed. And that's the process that, that God has you on. And, and finally, Matthew 6, says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything that you need. Some of us are on a process just to seek God above everything else. Because we spend so much time letting other things be before God. And God is saying, listen, you need to seek me. That's the process that I have you on right now. And finally, they said you have to understand the phrase. Now, if anybody understands anything about uh, businesses and corporations, they want you to understand the phrase. They want you to understand what they're about. They want you to understand their mission, their vision. They want you to understand. Like I, I, took, I, I did a degree in marketing as well. And when it comes to marketing, it's very important about how you market. You see how I said Burger King and you automatically thought of have it your way? Listen, they, they, they take the time to make sure. Listen, if you're going to work here, you got to understand what we're about. 
you got to understand a phrase. And so I thought about it and I said, listen, listen, so we're in this Christian thing and, and, and the, 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 the product is the word and the process is, you know, to, to forgive and the process is, is, is all the different things that we talked about. Seeking God is different for each of us and we're going through this process. And then finally, listen, understanding that phrase. So now, God, what's the phrase? And the phrase that came to mind when I think about Christianity and I think about what we stand for is for, for God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. Listen, the, the, the phrase is saying, listen, God loves you. And he loves you so much. Y'all not with me. God loves you and he loves you so much that he died for you. That's the phrase. If that's not catching, I don't know what is. Listen, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a sound that's going to get you caught. It's, it's, listen, understanding, not just being able to say the phrase, not being able to memorize the phrase as a child, not being able to know, I can say John three sixteen, but taking the time to understand the phrase that, listen, God is saying, listen, I love you so much. Listen, that I died just to give you a chance and an opportunity at life. So we have the product, we have the process, and we have the phrase. And so once I finished that training in that little room, she said, listen, all right, I think that you're ready now. I think that you've got it. I think that you understand the product, that you understand the process, and that you understand the phrase. And she said, I think it's time for you to transition from the back Two on the floor. She said, listen, listen, I, I, I think that you can transition from the back room to now it's time to be on the floor. All right. And what, what she realized was, listen, you're not going to have it all together because there's no way that you learn everything about the product. Because, you see, you already told me you're vegetarian. So I know that you know that the Whopper have ketchup on it and maybe some lettuce, but you probably forgot what else comes on there. But you, took, you spent time studying that word. <laughs> You spend time studying that word, and even though you don't have it all together and you haven't learned every single thing that's in that word, I think it's time for you to move from on the back to on the floor. Yeah. And she said, even though oh, you spent time with the process, and she said, listen, you, 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 you learned that you need to forgive others, and you learned that you needed to seek God, and God took you through some things that you're learning to trust him. And he said, listen, I know that you probably don't have all that process down pat. That you might have to refer back to the manual. <laughs> ah, that you might have to refer back to the manual sometime. You might have to get back in your word. But you spent time learning my processes here. So now I think that it's time for you to move from the back onto the floor. And so then she said, listen, and I think that you got the phrase. I think that you got the phrase. And what, and what I want you to say is, listen, that sometimes... God is giving this to me right now, so I'm excited. Listen, listen, listen. Sometimes, because <laughs> sometimes you know the phrase. Sometimes you, 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 you have the phrase, but you have that customer. You have that customer. We've all been in customer service somewhere. It might not have been Burger King, but you have that customer that wants to pull up, that wants to challenge you, that wants to complain you didn't give me enough ketchup. Listen, you messed up this, you did that. You have that one customer, and you're going to be tempted to forget the phrase. 
been tempted to forget the phrase. And, and, and God knows that. But he said, listen, but because you took the time to understand the product, you got the word, you might forget some sometime, you might not know where the verse is found, but you took time in the word, all right? Because you're still in training, all right? Connect, it, connect the dots, you're still in training, so you might not have it all perfect, but you got the product, and, and you spent time with that process, and now you have the phrase, and you have understood it, and you have adopted it, and even though sometimes you might not represent me correctly, because there are going to be people that step to you, it won't drive you crazy like that customer, but you got to understand the phrase and what I stand for. And God stands for love. And so because of that, I'm moving you from on the back to on the floor, on the back to the floor. And I believe as Christians, we've been in a training process that we just outlined. And right now, at, at, at our church is at a point where God is saying, listen, you've been in the back. You've been in the back. You, you, you spent time learning. You went to Go University. You've come to church. You've heard the sermons. Listen, you, you, you've been listening to what I'm trying to teach you. You've been learning more about me. But now I want to move you from the back, and I want to put you on the floor. And so what God has done is God has said, listen, the floor that I've given to you, Right now, because now I'm talking as a church about what we're about to do. The floor that I've given to you is Euclid. And so God is saying, listen, you've been in the back and you were here and you've been in preparation. You've been in training and God has been training us for what we're doing now for what we're doing next week, for how we're moving to two services where we're going. And we're saying, listen, we're just a church that's in training. We're just a bunch of people who are trying to get it right, just like you are. But we realize that if we all stand together, oh, amen, if we all stand together right here in the middle, that we'll be able to conquer the devil. And so as we move for next week and as we transition, my appeal to the church as a, as a body is that we might realize, listen, that God has taken us from the back and he's put us on the floor and he wants us on the floor running. He wants us on the floor running. We saw what he's already done, and that was just the beginning. But on the floor should be the whole church, not just the leadership team. On the floor should be everybody. Because if we're all connected, what can God do through us? Listen, so I'm done. There are a few things. I think I've made it evident that As a church, I want us to move from the back onto the floor. And I think God has set us up so nicely for us to say, listen, God, we've done what you've asked us to do so far, and now we're ready to move. We talked about it last week, just move. And God is saying, listen, move onto the floor. But before we get to that, God is telling somebody else, listen, you're in training. And there's some of us, to be honest, who have been in training too long. Man, you, 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 you don't get to be in training but for so long. I worked at Burger King until I left out for college, probably like three years, two and a half, I don't remember. 
But by the time I was at the end, listen, I didn't have training on the bottom anymore. I was there like, hello, welcome to Breaking. Can I help you? Listen, I had it. I had it because I went through my training phase and then I had to grow. So then people came and I began to show them how to do things. But see, some of us in our Christian walk, we get into this training phase and we feel like we can just coast. We feel like we can just coast. And so I don't know who you are. That's my first appeal. I don't know who you are, but you realize, listen, God has been working on you. Because that's, that's, that's one of the things we love to say. Listen, God is still working on me, which he is. But you've been in a training phase for a little bit too long. And you realize, listen, God is training me, but God wants to take me to the next level. Because there's levels in this training. And God's saying, listen, you've been at level one for too long. It's time for you to move. So I I, I first want, if you're saying, listen, God, I know I have some changes I need to make. I just want you to stand. You're saying, listen, I have some changes I need to make. God, I I hear you talking to me, and I realize that, listen, I've been in training too long, and and, and, and I, I need to move. I'm at level one, and God, I know by now I should be like to level five, but God, I've been coasting. And God, I don't want to coast anymore. Somebody else might be saying, listen, I realize that that, that, that I'm I'm in training, but I never really understood the training process. And because I never understood it, I never took time just to realize that I need to get to know Jesus because Jesus is the one that's going to help me through that process. 